came to pass in the month Chislu in the twentieth year as I was in Shushan the palace, that Hananiah, one of my brethren, came, he and certain men of Judah. I asked them concerning the Jews that had escaped, which were left in captivity, and concerning Jerusalem. And they said unto me, The remnant that are left of the captivity there in the province are in great affliction and reproach. The wall of Jerusalem also is broken down, and the gates thereof are burned with fire. Then I'm looking at verse 5. It said, I said unto the king, If it please the king, and if thy servant have found favor in thy sight, that thou wouldest send me unto Judah, unto the city of my father's sepulchers, that I may build it, that I may build it. Let us pray today over this word. Father, it's an honor and privilege to be with your people today, God. Father, we pray that you would just anoint our hearts, anoint our minds, anoint us to receive your word today, God. Quicken your word to our hearts today. Lord, I thank you for the anointing that destroys every yoke. Thank you today, God, that you will speak a word to our hearts that will lift us and it will strengthen us will empower us, Lord. Father, we give you the praise for it. All the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 The Bible says that Nehemiah was a cupbearer of the king, and uh, one of his brethren came to him and told him of the state of Jerusalem, and told him that Jerusalem was burned, broken down. The wall of Jerusalem was broken down, and the gates thereof were burned with fire. In other words, it was in a very bad shape. He said, I want to go and I want to rebuild the wall. I want to rebuild the city of Jerusalem. I want to rebuild the gates. And the wall is such an important thing because the wall, uh, the wall does two things. It, 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 number one, it keeps things safe inside. And, uh, and how many knows you need to keep things safe inside? And a wall also keeps things outside. A uh, wall uh, preserves things, keeps things safe, keeps things uh, that are right inside, and it keeps things that are wrong outside. And everybody needs a wall. We need a wall. We need walls in our life. And I mean, no, Moses' mother put him in a basket, and when she did, she daubed it with slime and with pitch and the Bible says this was to keep Moses safe on the inside and it was to keep the water on the outside. Some things you need to keep in and some things you need to keep out. So when God told Noah to build the ark, the last thing Noah did when he finished building the ark was he pitched it with pitch on the inside and on the outside. It was to keep his family safe on the inside, all the animals safe on the inside, and secondly, keep all the water on the outside. It was the last step before the ark was ready to ride out the flood, but it was the most necessary step because it made the ark waterproof. Hallelujah. And the higher the flood waters went, the higher the ark went on top of the waters. Nehemiah is no doubt a book about revival. When you read the book of Nehemiah, you, you cannot deny the fact that it is about restoration. It's about bringing back the glory of God to the church. Yeah. When you look at the book of Nehemiah, it starts with an honest assessment of the brokenness, the hopelessness,
despair of a people who have lost faith and they've accepted their condition as a terminal condition. In other words, they had given up. They had no hope. They had no expectation for change. They, they couldn't see past their present problems or present dilemma. How many has ever been in a situation like that? Yeah. You just couldn't see past your problems. And, but let me just tell you today, somebody needs to hear this word. You've been looking at some situations that looked impossible, much like the people in Jerusalem and some situations that have been labeled terminal and some things that the devil says it's terminal. Maybe the doctor says it's terminal and, and the lawyer says it's terminal and your enemies are, are saying it's terminal and telling you there's no chance of change. There's no way it could ever get better. And you're looking you need a wall that's broken down and it looks hopeless and you can't see how it could ever get better. You can't see how God could put a marriage back together. You can't see how God could ever heal that disease that's gone and advanced so far. You can't see how that ministry could be restored. You can't see how you're ever going to get out of debt. You can't see how God is going to deliver that prodigal son or daughter. You just can't see it. How many have ever been there? You just can't see how. How can God do it? I can't see it. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, there's some people in the Bible that had a very similar situation. The Bible tells us in the book of 2 Kings 3, 16 to 17, that they were faced with a dire situation. They were dying of thirst in the wilderness. And the prophet said, you won't see wind or water. The valley shall be filled with water that you may drink, you and your cattle and your beasts. And here was the word of the prophet. He said, dig ditches. Everybody say dig ditches. Dig ditches. Now see, he told him, you're not going to see. Remember what we just got through saying? I can't see. I can't see how God can do it. I can't see how it can ever change. He said, you're not going to see wind or rain yet that valley will be filled with water. Yet that valley, uh, you don't have to see it. You don't have to understand it. You don't have to be able to figure it out. All you have to do is believe God and dig a ditch. Amen. Look at your name and say, dig a ditch. Dig, dig a, a ditch. ditch. See, I know right now you can't see how God is going to do it. And it may look terminal. It may look beyond hope, beyond help. But I prophesy to you that God is sending the water. The water is coming. The rain is coming. The water may be healing for your body. Yeah. It may be deliverance for your prodigals. It may be restoration for your marriage. It may be a breakthrough in your finances. It may be the end of a spiritual drought. I don't know what water is to you today and what it means to you. But I I know this it's coming the Lord said to tell you it's coming healing power is on the way miracle power is on the way deliverance is on the way Nehemiah is coming Nehemiah the builder is coming the Holy Ghost is the answer to your problem Amen. and he's coming with your answer yeah. hallelujah. hallelujah hallelujah so don't accept the enemy's report that's right say don't accept it don't accept it don't accept the enemy's report. I don't yeah. care what it looks like, what it feels like. Don't accept the enemy's report. Yeah. Right. Whose report will you believe? Isaiah the prophet said. We will believe the report of the Lord. Sometimes you have to shut your mind off to the enemy's report. Right. And you even have to shut your mind off from the report of your own senses. Right. That's what right. you think. 
and what it looks like to you and what it feels like to you. You just have to shut it down and shut yourself in to the word of God Amen. and say, I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So just lift your voice and give God praise in the middle of it all. Amen. Right in the middle of your desert, right in the middle of your fiery furnace, right in the middle of your lion's den, right in the middle of your pain, right, right in the middle of the bad reports surrounded by all the broken pieces, surrounded by the voices of hopelessness and despair. Right there in that valley of despair, dig a ditch, lift your voice and give God praise because God is faithful and God is able to do exceeding and abundantly above all that we can ask yeah. for according to the power that worketh in us. Hallelujah. Can you give God a shout of praise? Can you say part of the message, Nehemiah, he comes to the people and he comes with a message of revival. Nehemiah is a type of the Holy Spirit. He comes with a message of revival. The first part of the message is this. It's not over. Yeah. Look at somebody say, it's not over. It's not over. Yeah, that's, that's the first part of the message. He comes and he says, look, he said, I know it looks bad. I know it looks hopeless. I know it looks terrible. I know it looks beyond repair and beyond hope. But he, and the walls are broken down and the gates are burned with fire. But he said, it's not over. That's yeah. the first part of the message. It's not over. Look at somebody say, it's not over. It's not over. It's not the end. No. It can be restored. It can be rebuilt. That's the word of the Lord to you as well. It's over. not over. It can be restored. It yeah. can be rebuilt. It can be better than ever before. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 It's not over now. Now there was a couple of guys primarily that named Tobiah and Sanballat that were watching this work and watching the walls being rebuilt and and they didn't like it. That's right. I mean, those the devil don't like to see no. God do anything. They don't like it. The devil don't like it when he sees God's people being built up and being lifted up. Right. And they begin to say things like this: "It's a waste of time." Let me say, I'll read it to you right out of the scripture. Nehemiah 4 and 1 said, It came to pass that when Sanballat heard that we built the wall, he was wrong. Yeah. He took great indignation. He mocked the Jews. He spake before his brethren in the army of Samaria. He said, What are these feeble Jews? Will they fortify themselves? Will they sacrifice? Will they make an end in a day? Will they revive the stones out of the heaps of the rubbish which are burned? Now Tobiah the Ammonite was by him, and he said, Even that which they build, if a fox go up, he shall even break down their stone wall. See, that's Tobiah. That's Sanballat. It's just a waste of time. It's a waste of time. It doesn't matter how much effort you put into it. If a fox ran across it, it would all fall down. See, the devil wants us to believe it's impossible. The devil wants us to believe that we can never be restored or yeah. we can never be healed or your marriage can never be made whole. Your prodigals will never come home. The devil will have you believe that our nation is doomed. He would have you believe that we're beyond help, that we've passed the point of no return. He would have us believe that evil is triumphant, that false religion, homosexuality, lust and perversion and idolatry have won. The devil would have us believe today that it's useless 
and hopeless, that all our efforts are vain. He would have us believe that our preaching is vain. He would have us believe in the preaching of the cross and the preaching of the blood of Jesus as the only remedy for sin and that holiness and purity and truth and sanctification are all messages that are outdated and are all messages that are powerless now. But the devil is a liar. I came to tell you the gospel is still the power of God and the salvation. Jesus Christ is still the only way and the blood of Jesus Christ is still the only remedy for sin. And whosoever will call upon his name shall be saved. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. God's still sending revival. Yeah. Wherever the gospel is preached, believed, and acted on. Tobias and Sanballat, they're always going to object. They're always going to resist the work of God. But greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world. Amen. Right. Hallelujah. I feel a shout of Hallelujah. I want to encourage somebody today. Your labor's not in vain. That's right. Your labor's not in vain. Your prayer is not in vain. Your intercession is not in vain. Your fasting is not in vain. Your faithfulness is not in vain. Your sowing is not in vain. Your living for God is not in vain. Amen. Glory. Oh, yes. Thank you, Lord. Keep on preaching the cross. Yeah. Keep preaching the blood of Jesus. Amen. Keep preaching holiness. Glory. Keep living it. Keep teaching it. Keep preaching it. Keep keep saying it. Keep rebuking sin. Amen. Keep casting out devils and healing the sick. Amen. Don't compromise. Right. Amen. Lift the standard high and your work will be rewarded. Hallelujah. Yes. Oh, hallelujah. Glory. Second part of this message was this. It's going to take some work. Yes, it can be restored, but it's going to take some work. Yes, we can have a move of God, but it's going to take some work. Yes, we can have revival, but it's going to take some work. We can have a move of God, but the wall can be rebuilt, but it's going to take some work. Hallelujah. Because it's not just a random thing. God does not just drive around or fly around looking for people to randomly pour out his blessing on and randomly visit. No, my friend, God comes where he is welcome. God comes where there is a place that is created for him. God comes where his Holy Spirit is welcome and where we have dug ditches and where we have made him made a place for him to come and where his spirit is comfortable and where he is welcome. Oh, can you just lift your hands and say, Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. We want your work here. We want your operation. We want you to do what you want to do the way you want to do it. Yes. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. See, it all begins when we realize that we need a change. It all begins when we realize we're able to see, we're able to admit what we've lost and what's been broken down and we choose to no longer accept that as normal. See, as long as the Israelites, as long as they were in, in there in Jerusalem, as long as they were willing to look at the situation and just say, well, that's just the way it is, then it was going to stay that way. Yeah. It's never going to change. If the devil can convince you that sickness and disease is normal, yeah, you'll never right. change. Yeah. If he can convince you that it's normal to be depressed, Come on. you'll never change. 
If he can convince you that it's normal for you to be under the bondage of the devil, for you to suffer and for you to wrestle with addictions and bondages and habits, and, and he can convince you that it's normal, yeah. you'll never change. But the devil is a liar. It's not normal. It's not normal. Sickness is not normal. Disease is not normal. Habits and bondages and addictions are not normal. Homosexuality and lesbianism, it's not normal. My friend God wants to heal you. God wants to deliver you and God wants to set you free and God wants to set you on the high places and God says I'll make you the head and not the tail above and not beneath and I'll make you the lender and not the borrower yeah. hallelujah oh yeah yeah we can have a move of God whenever and wherever we're willing to pay the price yeah 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 See, it begins with us. Yeah. It begins with you. It begins with me. It begins with every one of us rebuilding the wall in our own hearts. The wall of honesty. The wall of integrity. The wall of truth and the wall of righteousness. And it all begins at the altar of repentance, turning away from all that is worldly and sinful. Listen, 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 Sin Ballads. I, I hate Sin Ballads. <laughs> he's just the devil personified. Yeah. Tobiah and Sanballat are, are, are just the devil personified. Listen, to, they're trying to discourage the work of God. They say, when they heard that they built the wall, they were wroth, they were angry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're angry, the devil's angry when he sees something good yeah. happen in church on the rock. That's right. The yeah. devil's angry. Yeah. They were wroth to great indignation and they mocked the Jews. They made fun of them. Look at those people. Mm -hmm. That's what they criticized and made fun of them. And they said, even that which they do, even if a little fox runs across it, it'll break down the wall. Man. Now listen, this is something I love about this. Even though I, I could hear the devil talking, and even though those words were spoken in anger and hostility, it was meant to ridicule, it was meant to criticize, it was meant to humiliate. But I also have to say, on the other side, it's probably the most awesome part of this whole story because Tobiah says in verse 2, he said, What do these people choose? Will they fortify themselves? Will they sacrifice? Will they make an end in a day? And then he says, Will they revive the stones out of the heaps of the rubbish which are burned? In other words, he's saying this. This is what Tobiah is saying. This is what the devil is saying. This is what the devil is saying about you. He's saying about me. He said about Church on the Rock. He's saying this. He said, You can't build anything with these used burnt stones. What he's saying is, you can't do anything. Those stones are trash. They're not good for anything. When I read that, my God, something began to stir on the inside yeah. of me because I could hear the devil talking through Tobias and Sam Ballard. And I could hear the devil saying to so many people, you're no good. Uh -huh. I hear the devil say, you've been burned. You're all messed up. You've been broken. You've been abused. You've been a drug addict. You've been a homosexual. You cheated on your wife. You failed the ministry. You're a nobody. You're rubbish. You're trash. You're good for nothing. And nobody wants you. But I can hear another voice. Woo! Everybody 
the broken ones. I want the ones that didn't fit. I want the burnt ones. I want the ones with the scars of their abuse. I want the ones with needle tracks up and down their arms. I want the ones that have been rejected by religion. I want the outcasts of society. I want the lepers. I want the untouchables. And I'm going to do with them exactly what you said couldn't be done. I'm going to build a wall that will glorify God. Exactly what you said I couldn't do. Yeah. You gotta take those stones. I'm gonna make a new wall with them. I mean you're glad today God still uses burnt stones. Yeah. Unprecedented ways. Woo! There are signs, there are 
going to happen everywhere. It's going to happen only in the places that are prepared, only the places that have dug ditches and made ready and got their hearts ready for the move of God. And other churches are going to be dry. There's not going to be any anointing. There's not going to be any power. There's not going to be any healing. There's not going to be miracles or signs or wonders or deliverance. But where the people have sought God, where the people yeah. have built up the wall, where the people have made a place and dug a ditch, the glory of God is going to come and the power of God is going to fall and miracles and signs and wonders Amen. are going to be the order of the day. Amen. Glory. glory. Yeah. That's right. Hallelujah. Come on, just lift your hands for a minute. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, just lift your hands to the atmosphere for just a minute. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Thank you Jesus. God. It's coming. Praise your name. Praise your name. It's coming. I know things are dark in this world. I know things are gloomy around us. I know we're in transition. Things are topsy turvy. But the move is coming. The revival is coming. The rain is coming. It's coming suddenly to those prepared places. Suddenly it's coming to where the walls are being restored. It's coming to where people have been digging ditches, crying out to God. Yes. It's coming with healing and miracles and signs and Amen. wonders and deliverance and salvation. It's coming. Sick, sick bodies are going to be healed. Amen. The bound and the oppressed are going to be set free. The drug addicts, the homosexuals, the prostitutes, the fornicators, the alcoholics, they're going to be set free and set on fire. And here's the good news, and this is what I want to say to Church on the Rock. God is going to use you, use us to do it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, listen. No, no. Everybody say us. us. Say me. Me. Say God's going to use me. God's say use God's going to use us to do it. Listen, not the pious, religious uppity-ups. <laughs> not the Mr. and Mrs. Perfects. Not the holier-than-thou's. <laughs> not the I got it all togethers. Not that I wasn't that bad once. Come on. <laughs> yeah. My friend, but God. God is going to use the ones nobody expected. Oh, yeah. He's going to use the ones everybody looked down on. He's going to use the rejected ones, the abused ones, the broken ones, the ones that didn't fit, and yes, the ones that were that bad. Yeah. He's going to use them to bring a move of God that's going to shake the nation. I prophesy. God is going to raise some people up that nobody expected. They're going to come up out of nowhere. They're going to come up out of the drug houses. They're going to come up out of the houses of prostitution. And God's going to put his spirit on them. And God's going to put his anointing on them. And God's going to deliver them. And God's going to set them free. And God's going to empower them to preach the gospel with miracles and signs and wonders will happen. God's going to use old works tongues. To build a new wall. A new wall. Yeah. Wow. He's going to use the ones nobody expected. Yeah. The yeah. ones that were that bad. But God. But God. <laughs> Everybody say, but God. But God. 
but God forgave. Yeah. But God healed. Yeah. But God restored. But God delivered. But God transformed. Yeah. But God lifted us. Anybody thank God? Yeah. For a but God. Amen. Anybody thank God for a but God? I'm so grateful today. God didn't look for perfect. Because when he got me, he sure didn't get perfect. He's just looking for available. I tell this a lot of places, but when I went to school, when I was when I started high school as a freshman, I was about 95 pounds as a freshman. Four foot five or something like the short little thing. And nobody wanted me on their team. <laughs> not in grade school, not in high school. Nobody wanted me on their team. They just, I was little, skinny. I was uncoordinated. I was pigeon toed. I ran like this. I, uh -oh. I would run over my fall down about a third of the time. Running over the top of my own feet. Nobody wanted me on their team. And if God called me into the ministry. Hallelujah. Somebody that nobody wanted on their team. Somebody that was a introvert. I didn't have a lot of friends. I was a loner. God called me, put me on his team. Yes, Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Amen. They said they might not have wanted you, but I want you. You might not have fit their criteria, but I want you. I got a place for you on my team. Hallelujah. And I'm glad to tell you today, every single one of you sitting in this house today, God has a place for you on his team. God wants you on his team. You are important to God's program. His program needs you. It can't go on without you. We need God, and God needs us. You're important to God. Amen. Somebody give the Lord a hand. God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can you just thank God today that He chose you? There were a lot nicer ones than me, not a lot smarter ones than me, a lot more religious ones than me, ones that had it all together a lot better than me. But you know, God took somebody that nobody else wanted and he put me on his team. He took somebody that was tore up from the floor up and said, I want them. I can use them and I can build a new wall with all burnt stones. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good word. I want you to lift your hands all over this building. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to lift your hands. I just want you to thank God right now today. Yes, thank you, Lord. And He is using old burnt stones yes. to build a new wall. Thank you, Lord. Maybe you say in this house today, man of God, you don't know where I've been. You don't know what I've done. You don't know what I'm doing right now. You don't know the mess my life is in right now. You don't know, man of God, how mean, how 
ugly, how horrible my life is. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Thank you, Lord. God is not looking for perfect people. God didn't go down to perfect avenue to choose his building material. He said, I want the ones that other people said. I could do nothing with them. I want the ones that others looked at and said, if a fox run across them, they'll fall down. Amen. Those are the ones I want. I'll give them a backbone of steel. I'll give them boldness and courage. Hallelujah. I'll put my spirit on the inside of them. I'll heal them everywhere they hurt. I'll deliver them everywhere they're bound. And I'll use them to build my new wall. Yes. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, stand with me today. I'll Come on. Spirit. Come on. So I'm here to tell you today, it's not over. It's not over. It doesn't matter what it looks like or what it feels like, it's not over. It doesn't matter what the sand ballads and the Tobias have said, it's not over. It doesn't matter how much they've mocked and criticized and ridiculed, it's not over. It doesn't matter what they've said about us or what they've said, that it won't amount to anything or that thing will just fall down if a fox runs across it. We got another, another thought for the devil. It's Amen. not over. Amen. You ain't seen nothing, devil, Amen. compared to what God is going to do. The Bible says Hallelujah. God is faithful that calls, and he will do it. It says he hath begun a good work in you, and he will finish it yes. to the day of Christ. I want us to lift Amen. our hands all over this building right now, and I want to thank God for a rebuilding. I want you to begin to thank God for rebuilding right now. I want you to begin to thank God that God is rebuilding, God is restoring, and God is strengthening. God is God is strengthening where it's been weak. God is God is God is, is filling in the holes. God's filling in the gaps. God's God's strengthening right now. Come on, just go ahead and praise Him right now. Lord, I thank you, God, that with old burnt stones you build a new wall. I thank you, God, that with us, Lord, you build a new wall, God. I thank you, Lord, that it's a wall that's going to bring you glory, God. I thank you, Lord, that it's a wall that's going to bring honor to you, God. I thank you, Lord, God, that the sand ballads and the Tobias of this world are going to have to eat their words. They're going to have to eat their words, Lord, when they see the hand of God and when they see the glory of God and when they see the manifestation of the glory and the power of God in old burnt stone fitted into a new wall. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, God. I praise you, Jesus. Yes, hallelujah. I want to call you to the front today right now. I want you to come to the front today. I just feel like God wants to refresh you today. I feel like God wants to pour out a fresh anointing on you today. Come on. You hallelujah. Say, I just need a refreshing. Man of God, I feel like I've just been beat up and beat up and beat up. But I, I just need a refreshing today. I need God to just blow on me and breathe on me and refresh me. I need a lifting up of the Spirit today. I came to lift you up. I came to tell you today it's not over. I came to tell you it's not over. Yes, it's going to take some work, but it's not over. Yes, it's going to take some work, but God is not God is not deserted you. God is not forsaken you. It's not over. Hallelujah. The work goes on. The work goes on. And St. Ballads and Tobias are going to have to eat their words. Ha, 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 ha. Come on, 
lift your hands. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for a refreshing of the Holy Spirit to come now. Come now on your people, Lord. Let there be a lifting up of your spirit right now, God. For these that have been beaten up, Lord. For these who have been knocked down, God. For these, Lord, who have had the breath knocked out of them. I thank you that now, God, there is a fresh wind of heaven. A breath of heaven, God, that fills them today, God. And you lift them up, God. You lift them up, God. You lift them up, God. You affirm them today, God. They're important to you program, God. Your program needs them. You need them, God. You've got a place for them, God. Come on, just go ahead and praise Him. Go ahead and praise Him. Go ahead and praise Him. Fresh oil. Fresh oil. Oh, let the wind of God fall. Let the wind of God blow. Let the wind of God blow right now, Lord Jesus. I thank you for your anointing, God. I thank you for refreshing God. I thank you for refreshing God. I thank you for refreshing God. I thank you for lifting up God. For an empowerment.